6.13 on a Wednesday morning, 53 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mix 108 Studios. And Ian, we had a very wet spring. All that snow that we got melted <laughs> and, and, you know, flooding across the region. But yep. now we're into the opposite situation now where Ooh. parts of the state are seeing extremely dry conditions. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. Uh, and it like to the point of the highest level of the scale of fire danger, according to the DNR. And that, that area is actually one of the most vacationed areas in the state, like million boundary waters, things like that uh-huh. is an area that's seeing what they call extreme fire danger. Um, and the, basically the DNR says that's like the most explosive conditions where everything's really dry and, you know, look out basically be very careful. And, or in the case of like last night's thunderstorms, the wrong lightning strike could cause a, a right problem as well. So, um, luckily a good share of the state is not seeing that level of fire danger, but that's uh, something that is growing across the state is we haven't seen any real considerable rain. We got our big flooding after the snow melted, but then it's been kind of dry since then. It has, you know, and so we've gotten the thunderstorms we had last night as an example, but that didn't bring a lot of rain, especially the twin ports. You, like you said, a couple drops, maybe you saw it up in Hermantown. Yeah, that's it. So... <laughs> Hoping for more rain. It looks like the eastern portion of the state is the driest as of right now. Again, that area around the Boundary Waters and Lake Vermilion and up there is the worst of the bunch. The rest of the Minnesota Arrowhead is like the second worst tier. And then southern St. Louis County, Twin Ports area, Carlton County, and south all the way along the border of the state is in their what they call their high-level risk, which is in the middle of the chart. So hoping for rain sometime soon because we need it. Yes. I was, ho- well, I was hoping we get some last night. I, w- I was too. And I know that the fact that we have chances of thunderstorms over the next number, number of days is offering promise of rain. But the problem is I don't think it's going to be enough to really like put a dent in anything. The clouds are so dark and then just nothing. <laughs> That's, that happens sometimes. Oh. They just look ominous. That's it. That's Same. All. You just look ominous? Sometimes. I don't know if I've ever seen you look ominous. Before. I don't even know if I could. I was I was waiting for you to <laughs> say, show best, me, and I'm like, Give me nope. your best ominous look right now. Happen. You can't do it on demand. Oh, come on. Nope. Can't do it. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you. Well, that wouldn't I'm be the first to, like, time. Elicit it out of you here. What could I do or maybe, say? Maybe throughout the show, I might just give you a random ominous look, and <laughs> you know, you just have to guess if that's what I'm doing. It's Ian's thunderstorm face. It is my thunder. I love it. Uh, we are going to be giving away more Flowrider tickets today, so make sure you're listening. If you've entered your name on our mobile app for a chance to win, we're going to call out some names starting at 720 this morning. If you have not done so, head to our mobile app, tap on the Money Badness button, and enter your name for a chance to win those Flowrider tickets. Multiple opportunities today. And then tomorrow, another round of money as well. All the folks that have won tickets Ooh-hoo. put in a drawing for money cash. Madness. And we'd love to hook you up with that right here in Mixon 08. So we are certainly into sunburn season. Granted, uh, any time Whoa. of the year is sunburn season. I was going to say, I'm every day of the year is sunburn season for this guy. Well, I've, I've gotten a sunburn on my face in the winter ice fishing yes. before, so it's it's happened. I get a but, sunburn uh, in a blizzard, my man. <laughs> this happens being a ginger. Do you wear that as a badge of honor? I sure do. Awesome. Uh, so anyway, but you're, you're exposing more skin during the summertime, so you're more apt to get more sunburn than just your face. Um, Fair. <laughs> so... Uh, I've found some tips, some things, the best remedies that experts say you could utilize to try to uh, try to eliminate or at least reduce the amount of discomfort, redness, et cetera, you're dealing with when you get sunburned. Because there's not really any fixes. There's not a medication you can take to just make it go away. No, and I absolutely love like off air. You're like, hey, do you have any sunburn remedies? I'm like, I'm a ginger, <laughs> Nick. Of course I do. You got some, some tricks up your sleeve. Well, I wouldn't say tricks, but 
Well, but it's, you've got you've got a go-to thing. Well, yeah. So growing up, my grandma knew that I was a ginger, obviously. She, oh, tell. she knew. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so she had uh, an aloe plant that she took care of just for me. Aw. Yeah. And then also a nice cold shower helps too. Yes. Well, actually, that's those are lean into a couple of the tips from experts. So if you got, I actually know a number of people. My brother-in-law is one of them who got sunburnt over the weekend. We, we were out golfing and fishing both. Mm-hmm. And so lots of time outside. And it was warm. Um, his legs sitting in a boat fishing. This is the worst type of sunburn, in my opinion, or one of the worst is the type you're wearing shorts. It's like the above the knee because your shorts rode up a little <laughs> oh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The above the knee and on the knee sunburn is one of the worst, in my opinion, especially if you ever have to like kneel down regularly for stuff afterward. Mm-hmm. All the worst. Um, so yeah, he got it pretty bad on his, you know, knees and also on his arms. And so that's Yikes. no fun. I am made, I, I avoided it, except for a tiny little spot on my right hand. Yeah, I have a weird spot. Oh, we talked about this yesterday in my yeah. little... Uh, your, your, what did you call them? I don't remember what I called them yesterday. Was it elbow like, pits? Or I some... think it was elbow pits. That's what I was going to say again, <laughs> but I don't remember if that's what I called them yesterday. Okay, well... My elbow pits. We'll go with that. All right. So, here are the, the expert methods to deal with a uh, sunburn, according to folks in the know. First one is aloe vera, of course. Very, uh, very helpful when it comes to a sunburn ian uh what do you like most about aloe vera when it comes to treating a sunburn let's hear about it i'm curious it just feels nice on the skin it's just like <laughs> relieving rejuvenating you yes. know i feel like a whole new ginge yes <laughs> thank you for that you're welcome uh so the expert that was cited in this study says it's packed with powerful nutrients that speed up the healing process yes so yeah it is very it restores my bad self i oh, love it that's nice uh the next one is taking a cool bath or shower mm-hmm. Something, have you, have you tried this before? Yeah, well, I normally take a cool shower and then I put aloe on. Okay. Yeah, so they say take the cold bath or shower, and then as soon as you get out of the tub, pat yourself dry, but leave a little bit of water on the skin and then apply either your aloe or some other moisturizer is what they say is kind of nice. the, the combo platter. But that, that cold water will, of course, help reduce the heat mm-hmm. that you're feeling in the skin. Uh, the next one, drinking water. Uh, they say as your skin battles the damage that you've been done, it had been dealt by the sun, uh, you're going to help rehydrate your skin, which is very important. That's one I bet you didn't know. I mean, drinking water in general is good for you. So you you do drink water regularly because I know some you, people that are like, oh, water, gross. I mean, I get it. But yeah, I, do, I, have, a, I have a big water bottle that I carry okay. around. Good. Good for you because not everybody does that. Some people need to like trick themselves into like water. They put like flavors and stuff. That's what in my it dad or, does. Calling you out, George. And that's okay. Like, I don't, I'm not, nothing against that. No judgment. But I know some people need to, like, force themselves into it. I, I've got a liter bottle of water. I'll drink one and a half to two of those every day, and it's probably not enough still. I left mine in my car today, but I'm going to drink it later. Okay. Uh, final couple of tips when it comes to dealing with the sunburn. Uh, pain relievers can be a good thing, uh, obviously, within, you know, normal rules and whatnot. They, they're not talking about, like, the crazy powerful stuff, like <laughs> aspirin, that type right. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the... the Things you take for a headache is what you sure. what you could take to uh, ibuprofen, aspirin to help reduce any swelling, redness, or discomfort, and kind of help with the pain a little bit. Uh, and the final thing is a cold compress. You know, just, uh, they use the example in the story. You know, taking that bag of frozen veggies and throwing them on your skin. You know, the the, the skin griddle. Let them let them sizzle a little skin while. Skin griddle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they say to use a cold compress throughout the day for about ten to fifteen minute intervals. Uh, be careful about exposing your skin directly to like ice or frozen things right. though. You want a little bit of a barrier and you want to make sure you're not doing it too long because you don't want to, 
you know, cause damage from cold to your skin as well. So got to be careful. There you go. If you got a sunburn over the holiday weekend, we got you. Ooh, look at us. Taking care of you. Who would have thought? <laughs> Trying. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the winners, the first few winners of our I Love the 90s contest. Of course, yes. that show is Friday and Saturday in Hinkley, and we've got uh, a number of tickets we're giving away this week. We'll be sharing some winner names a little bit later on this morning here in Mixon Away. So we talked yesterday about how I went down to the Brainerd area and hung out at my parents' place yep. over the weekend. And while I was there over the weekend, I saw it was just a blip of a story online because I didn't go on the internet very much over the weekend. But I saw this story about how this woman just down the road from my parents' place got attacked by a bear. That is wild. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I looked into it more and there was actually just yesterday the Cass County Sheriff's Office, which is the county uh, where this happened, which is central Minnesota. It actually... Um, just east and north of the Brainerd area is the county that yep. this is. So if you know the Brainerd area, Niswa mm -hmm. on the west side of Gull Lake is where this happened. This woman was up from the Twin Cities at a cabin late last week, let her dog out around midnight Ugh. to you know, let her dog do, yeah, do what yeah. it's going to do, uh, and heard her dog like getting in a scuffle with something outside. So she didn't know what it was. Oh, she no. walks outside, and it was a bear. And not only was it a bear, but it was a bear that was not happy to see her. And it got her. Uh, she's she's on the mend. She's okay. she's alive, um, but she sustained injuries to her chest, her arm, and her back. Was taken to the hospital in Brainerd. Is recovering. Um, her dog is okay. Her family, as soon as they heard another scuffle going on outside, they ran out and scared the bear away. Good. Um, but yeah, she the so the the sheriff's office shared some tips, which we'll go over about bear encounter tips in a second here, but also shared a picture of the woman's arm, her left arm. Ugh. She's got claw marks from her shoulder down to her elbow. Ugh. We've got all this on our website, by the way, in our mobile app, if you want to see it for yourself. I'm a little um, afraid to open it up. It doesn't look like the wounds are super, super deep, but they look oh. pretty aggressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, thankfully, she's okay. Now, the thing that's interesting is the, the, the sheriff's office and the DNR both commented, now, black bear attacks are not very common. Generally, black bears are not very aggressive animals unless they're cornered or startled, things like that. And that's what the DNR is thinking happened is the bear was just out there maybe just checking out what was going on in the yard of the cabin and the dog startled the bear and then the woman startled the bear and the bear got defensive not knowing what was going on right. in the dark and just started swiping. Oh, man. So it's only the 10th black bear um, incident like this since 1987 so they're very rare but they can happen and so the dnr and the sheriff's office from that area is just warning people obviously if you can if you know where the bear is just keep your distance and let them kind of do their thing but in this case she obviously didn't know what was going on she just walked into a situation right um but other things that they do recommend is whether you're camping or even in your your yard at your cabin Avoid leaving food out. Um, even like bird seeds and things like that can can be attracted for bears that can bring them into your um, into your yard or your campsite. And so make sure you're storing food properly. And then also, if there is a bear, um, let it do its thing. If you're in a situation where you know it's there, you see it. You know this is a very different situation. But if you know it's there, you see it. Let it do its thing. If it's being a little bit menacing, they do recommend from a distance making noise. Um, and even in some cases, like I, I, I was told this when I was at Boundary Waters uh, canoeing as a kid, if a bear comes into the campsite, find egg-sized rocks. Keep them by your tent, and then if a bear comes in, throw the rocks at the bear. So what kind of noises would you make? Uh, they recommend pots and pans. 
uh, or yelling. What kind of noises were you thinking? I don't know. I just picture you going. <laughs> I, that would be my plan B. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how's that go again? <laughs> the arm motions really make that, yes, by the exactly. way. He's, he's got his arms over his head. I was waving almost channeling uh, Dr. Zoidberg. That and like the wacky inflatable arm ah, flailing tube man. Yes. <laughs> yes. So combination of the two. Mm-hmm. But they do That's say, neat. yeah, if, if you're if you're in a situation where you're on a trail and you come across a, a black bear, and again, black bears, grizzly bears, brown bears, all different. They all have different rules right. that you should follow. Um, but with a black bear, they say you should just see it, let it see you, slowly walk away if you have the option on a trail. But again, if you're in a situation where it's not going away or it's following you, then attempt to spook it. But you shouldn't try to scare it unless it knows you're there. There's a lot of different little nuances. We've got all the tips that they they mention on our website or mobile app, along with the picture. If you want to see it, or you can just scroll past it to get to the tips. They're all there. Um, but interesting information because bear encounters are pretty common. I've seen myself probably three or four black bears this spring alone as, after it came out. Um, nothing like the black, the grizzly bear story I shared earlier this spring from <laughs> right. last summer. Right. That was a different situation because grizzlies are a whole different animal, literally in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, she's, she's on the mend, this woman, which is good news. And, and hopefully that's the, uh, the last of those incidents for many, many more years. But, uh, do be aware as we get into the summertime, bears are definitely out and about and, uh, know what to do if you have an encounter. We got the tips on our website and our mobile app. And we're going to be uh, trying to give away some, some Florida tickets in about 20 minutes. If sure you uh, have entered your name on our mobile app, be listening for your name to be announced in just a little while here at Mix It 08. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. So a government official over in India was taking a selfie while he was walking on a dam and his phone dropped into the water. Uh-oh. So he decided to use his authority and drain the dam. <laughs> For the phone. To find his phone. Now, to be fair, he did hire a group of divers first. And they couldn't so find well. it. So then he's like, all right, water's got to go. Uh, so I'm guessing it wasn't at this scale, but the first thing I'm envisioning is Hoover Dam. <laughs> right. Not as big, but I mean... I- he arranged for two powerful pumps to run for three days to empty out about two million liters of water. Oh, man. Yeah. They found it, right? No, they still didn't oh, find no. it. Well, because he didn't empty all of it yet. He got caught and he's now suspended. Okay. Because, of course, he did this without permission just to find his cell phone after it's been missing for three days. Oh, man. All right. We're going over to Hawaii, or I should say down to Hawaii, where... For the second time in one month, a tourist decided to trust the GPS and drove right into a harbor. Michael Scott moment. Yep. (laughs) So this latest incident, she claimed that she thought it was just a big puddle, despite several boats being docked in the harbor. I mean, technically, that's not wrong. Just a really big, deep puddle. Yeah. And like on go onlookers were wondering why it was taking her so long to get out of the car before she realized, oh, she's not in a puddle and her car is sinking into the harbor. You, you do need to take a little bit of a grain of salt with those GPS directions. Right. Well, tiny. both her and the incident that happened last month are both saying, well, the GPS told me to keep going. Well, don't. Don't. Yeah. You know, just yeah. don't. 
She's thinking where we're going, we don't need roads. Exactly. All right, back to the future. <laughs> and then lastly, going over to China, and I apologize for sharing this, but oh no, sometimes you gotta. Put the spoon down if you're having cereal right now. <laughs> so a man tried to cure his constipation by putting an eel where the sun don't shine. An eel. An eel, like an actual live eel, eight inches long. <laughs> well, the eel uh, did its thing, traveled into his colon, where he bit a hole in the colon wall ah! and made its way into the man's abdomen. No. Luckily, he was taken in, had surgery, and the eel was removed. However, if you are constipated, for the love of all humanity, don't shove anything up there. That's my toolbox, Nick. Mm, I, I have nothing to add to that <laughs> you have one. nothing? No. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Anytime. Resuming your breakfast now, apparently. Ugh. 714 on a Wednesday morning, currently 56. Downtown Duluth at the Mix Runway Studios and dinosaurs have invaded the Minnesota Zoo, Ian. Rar. Rar. Maybe something fun for you and the family to go do this summer. I don't know. Am I making dinosaur sounds again? Was, I feel like you should. Just for posterity's sake. <laughs> Thank you for that. Welcome. What was the other one? I, I Was it like an Allosaurus? Uh, there was a bunch there of them. A, that I threw I a bunch of uh, names at you a month or so ago, oh. and you did a great job. Thank you. I tried. Pterodactyl? Pterodactyl? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll end that. So... Uh, the, the Minnesota Zoo, they started this thing as kind of a preview event last fall. They called it Dino Hideout. They decided to oh. uh, bring it back. They did some adjustments there. Uh, they brought it back for the summer season, and uh, it includes a whole bunch of animatronic dinosaurs. Oh, like love huge, lifelike dinosaurs chilling in a part of the zoo so you can walk around. They're like zoo exhibits, basically. Yeah. And so you walk around, it's all outdoors, so it's not in a, in a covered, enclosed area. And they've got fences around them, kind of like you might see in, like, the zebra area. You know, they've got low fences around. So you can't go climb on the dinosaurs, but you can get pretty close to them, get some cool pictures with them. I mean, all sorts of different dinosaurs, like a Triceratops. T-Rex, probably, the I'm, if I'm guessing is probably the more popular one of the bunch, but there's a bunch of different types there you can walk through and see. Um, they just opened the exhibit last week, last Wednesday, uh, and it's a part of the admission for the zoo. So if you go to, you know, see the, fling the, the flamingos or the tigers, you can see the dinosaurs too. Nice. And they expect it to be open through the season. Uh, they opened it last fall and ran it as a preview event through November, um, most of the days that they were open in the fall, and then they closed it down for the winter. Uh, promising to bring it back bigger and better, which they've done uh, as of last week. And again, it'll stay open at least through the summer, if not into this fall again. So Ian, a chance to go see the dinosaurs. 100% I'm bringing the kids. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and so another thing that's neat about the zoo that they're doing this summer, so they, they've converted the old monorail track into a walking, like, I think yes. they're calling it that canopy walk or something mm -hmm. like that. That's set to open later this summer as well. Ooh. I think July is when that's opening. So um, if I were to personally plan a trip, I'm going to plan it for that. So wow, I can. It's so hot in July though. Wear shorts. Ooh. And if you're Ian, sunscreen. Lots of sunscreen. Bring your <laughs> bring your aloe plant with. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, the, so the the dinosaur thing they're calling it again the Dino Hideout uh, opened last week, and you can check out a video and some pictures from last fall's experience on the Mix Mobile app, mixitaway.com. It looks pretty neat. And again, there's a lot of different dinosaur opportunities. Velociraptor, you could t snap a selfie with. Um, 
just as one example. And oh, these are so cool looking, aren't they? And again, the fact that they move and, and they the don't eyes walk around, blink. but yeah, the, the the heads move around. The different, you know, they they are pretty lifelike in many many senses, and they actually make noise too. Ooh. So not Ian noises, like legit no. dinosaur noise. Uh, Triceratops, go. Oh, man. <laughs> are these based on anything, by the way? I or? just think of them. Okay. Just close my eyes and I see what happens. Uh, I need one more. Brontosaurus. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, you made my day. All right, so Ian, shifting gears now, Ooh. we are celebrating Florida coming to town later. Uh, I was going to say this month, but it's still May. End of June yes. is when the, the Florida uh, nappy We are literally less than a month away. Yes. Going to be coming to Duluth Bayfront Festival Park, the show. It's part of our Money, money Madness giveaway, and uh, we've got a lot of names to pick from here this morning for somebody that needs to call in and claim their tickets to go to the show and then be qualified to win money, too. Who needs to call in this morning? Natalie Schultz. Natalie. Natalie S. Call in, claim your ticket. 740 to mix. 740-2649. If you have a mobile app, you can just tap the call button. Any of those ways will get you to the studio. You got five minutes to call in, claim your tickets. If you do so, you're not only going to the show, but you're also going to be putting in our drawing for tomorrow's money giveaway as well. So Natalie, call in, claim your tickets. We're going to get some music in soon for you from Sam Smith, Kane Brown, and more here in Mixed and Awake. Good morning. Unfortunately, the mosquitoes have started coming out across uh. Northland. I know that uh, especially in certain areas, they've gotten pretty bad already. And so there are a lot of different ways people try to, you know, deal with that. One of them, of course, bug spray or just not going outside during peak bug times. But another thing you might not think about is there are certain colors that mosquitoes aren't big fans of. Now, that isn't going to guarantee they're not going to land on you, but they're less likely to enjoy the idea of landing on you. Apparently, according to research, if you wear certain colors. Okay. So first off, any guesses on what colors? I honestly, I already looked. Oh, I'm sorry. You you didn't tell me not to look. Well, I didn't. You're right. I don't know. You don't always look at things. I mean, Gosh, look at yesterday's situation. Sometimes we started I like talking about something surprised. you talked about last week while I was gone. That's so, fair. <laughs> like, hey, did you hear about this thing? Yeah, we talked about it last Friday. Well, I talked about it. You didn't. I know. That's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, so there are, the, there are four different colors that apparently are going to be better at repelling mosquitoes, mm -hmm. and those include blue. I'm going to paint myself blue. Like just a member of the blue man group? All the time. And I don't have to deal with them. <laughs> Done. Now, mosquitoes generally tend to be attracted to darker colors. So you'd think blue would be one of those that would be a darker color. Apparently, blue is one that uh, um, specific hues of blue can be helpful. So they uh, say, unlike the heat-absorbent navy blue tones, lighter blues, uh, which tend to reflect light and heat, also tend to be a little bit more... Um, Mosquito reflective. They're not fans of lighter blues. Okay. So, yeah. the, you know, that baby blue tux you have, Ian? Yes. Wear it. I will. Okay. All the time. Uh, the next color, purple or violet. See, this purple makes sense because they don't want to suck the blood from disappointed Vikings fans. Ah, so, I get it. Yeah, they don't want anything to do with that. No. <laughs> makes sense. So, similarly, purple uh, is, is going to kind of play the same role as, as blue, the lighter blues. So, kind of a... You know, maybe a, a lavender or a, a lighter purple. The dark, dark purple is obviously not a great idea, but the lighter purples, similar to blue in many respects. So again, I mentioned off the top, dark colors, not great. They're, they tend to be uh, more of an attractant for mosquitoes. White is the next color to wear. So uh, similarly, that white linen suit that you've been yeah. known to wear sometimes. I just, my closet's full of great color suits, <laughs> honestly. Walking around like Don Johnson. Well, you know, I try. 
Oh, that's a visual. God, he had a he had a hit that one time, wasn't it? You Heartbeat. Sing- yes, oh, there it is. Oh, for for all two people <laughs> listening right now that know about Don Johnson's song Heartbeat, thank you. If you don't know it, it is the most eighties eighties song you will ever hear. Um, uh, you're welcome. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I, I I'm strangely passionate about that. You song. You really are. It's really weird. Uh, the f- <laughs> Because it's so 80s. Now you've taken me off the rails here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So (laughs) him and Sylvester Stallone's brother, who that I think was like a late 70s song, but he had a song too. Yeah. Frank Stallone. Like celebrity figures singing. Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy, another one. Just weird. Okay. Party all the time. Party all the time. Here we are way off the rails. Listen, man, I'm just looking for a heartbeat, all right? Thank you. Way off the rails. Okay, back to colors of mosquitoes. The final one that you can wear that can help you avoid mosquitoes a little bit more is green. So during this study, a researcher held their bare hands outside uh, a test chamber, uh, which mosquitoes were drawn to. However, um, apparently when wearing a green glove, mosquitoes ignored it or were less likely to land on it when wearing the green glove, his, his hand. I, I don't mean to get, off, get us off the rails again, but my mom just texted me and said, love Crockett. Ah! <laughs> Where are we going this morning? What is happening right now? Hey, come along, man. Gotta love this train ride. It's a uh, yes, fantastic voyage. So there you go. Green, white, and then lighter blues and purples and, and violets are your, your colors to wear. Because I've always, I, I knew that there were colors that were more or less likely to be kind of interesting to, to mosquitoes, but I couldn't remember if it was lighter or darker colors, but the answer is lighter, lighter. colors, specifically, again, blue, purple. Very disappointed red's green. not on this list. Well, light red's more of a pink. <sighs> I just feel like I get mosquitoes at me all the time. Are you saying because you have such fair skin that you should I'm just red. reflect mosquitoes? Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to write a letter. You're just too attractive to them. Well, that's fair. Let me know how that letter writing goes. <laughs> I will. Oh, boy. Send it to King Mosquito. Yeah. That should go well for you. All right, we're going to check in with Animal Allies a little bit later on this morning. Find out about an adorable pet of the week this week. Looking forward to talking about that, plus a big event for Animal Allies this weekend. Music is also on the way from Miley Cyrus and BB Rexa coming up here in Mixing Away. Good morning. All right, so we're going to announce another name for a Florida ticket winner momentarily. They'll need to call in and claim their tickets. But in the meantime, Ian, yes. let's talk about this, this time travel evidence that somebody found. Listen, and man, time is a construct. That it's, right? it's a thing. Yeah, this is wild to me. So there's this painting from 1882 that shows a famous Scottish poet using an iPhone some 125 years before... Allegedly. ...the release of a smartphone. Allegedly. But, like, to me, this looks just like a couple talking and trying to exchange a book, not an iPhone. But people on the Internet are convinced that this is an iPhone, time travel is real, this painter knew what they were doing. Yeah, I looked at it earlier when we were talking about this, and it, it looks like a book to me, but it's amazing how there's people who are arguing and insisting, no, it's a phone, it's a phone. To me, <laughs> and I'm going to make some people mad with this. Absolutely. This, this this kind of reminds me of there, there are people on the internet that will say things just to get people going, and then there are people that actually believe, well, it's got to be true. And then this creates this whole side of an argument that, well, it's got to be the case. Because so, there's a couple of trolls out there that are saying, oh, yeah, this is this is for real. But here's the thing. Here's the background of the painting. OK, so the poet and his f- lover famously met to declare their plans to marry over the West Scotland River and mark the occasion by using an ancient Scottish tradition, which is they exchange Bibles over a running stream. 
which again, you look at the painting. That's what they're doing. And it looks like a little black book. Right. That's Not what they're doing. an iPhone. This, this to me... I, I am not one of these people, but this is kind of like the flat earth argument to me. I feel like there are some people out there that say these things just to be like, let's get people going and see who believes it. And then there are people that actually are like, well, maybe. However, this isn't the first painting to start this debacle. Okay. There was a painting called The Settling of Springfield in 1937. Mm-hmm. So about 70 years before the smartphone was released. Only 70-ish. And it looks like there's a man in this painting holding a cell phone. This one actually looks like a cell phone. Mm. I'm not quite sure what else it would be mm. for the 1930s. Did I see this picture? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, show, well, I showed it to you. Because the first one, clearly a book. Right. But what is the what is he gripping in his, in the palm of his hands? I got to find the second one here. Um, I feel like that was added. It could have been too, though. I don't know. It could have been added. Or, 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 yes, maybe it's like a, a tool of some kind or a rock or something. Well, it's definitely not a rock. See, now the painter that did the second painting here died in 1982. So we'll never know what it is, but it's very interesting. So it's, it's shaped. It looks like it's a, like a phone being held at an angle, but it also looks like it could be, like I said, some sort of like a rock or a tool or something. It also looks like it could just be like a chisel or like a, Something that looks like it's, so it's got straight edges and then kind of an angled top. See, I, I pulled, uh, pulled a Google image shirts to see if it was like doctored and no, all these, all these pictures. That's what it is. It's the same thing. It looks like it similar to a phone. I, hmm. I love that. Like the scene, there's a lot going on in the background. Then there's just a dude like looking at his phone. <laughs> well, I mean, and so like here's like the actual like full painting. So there's there's a lot happening. Yeah, so the, the whole the whole painting shows a whole group of people gathered around and again, there's one person who's just like chilling looking at his phone. You're just scrolling through Facebook. And again, what's the name of this painting? Um The Settling of Springfield, 1937. Okay. Yeah, I, to me that's kind of funny that there's just like one random person looking at a phone. If if that is indeed what it is. <laughs> Hold on, gotta check my texts quick here. Ooh, <laughs> checking my news feed here. Hold on, hold and on. And frankly, here's okay. So here's my argument about why this would not be a thing. Real quick, if somebody whips out a cell phone in 1937, don't you think everyone would be looking at the phone and not the person standing in the background? Like, yeah. What is that thing that's emitting light and is the size well, of just the palm a of your hand? Thing for 1937. Clearly, yeah. Clearly, it is. Radio nope. just, was just invented a little while ago. You know, oh. we're, we have cell phones. That makes sense. TVs are black and white and massive. <laughs> but we have cell phones. Exactly. Ooh. I don't know. I, I think it's some other thing. I don't know what it is, but it's not a, it's not a phone. It looks like a phone. It's kind of like the whole um, the blue and black dress or the remember that oh, whole argument? It's yeah. like that. It looks like something it's not. Fair. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is, but it's not that. I don't know what it is either. But yeah, he's checking his texts. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody slid into my DMs quick Ooh. here. Let's see what's happening. <laughs> All right, Ian, we need to give away more tickets for our Florida uh, giveaway here. If we we, of must. Course, we, we Of course we must. We, we, we must make sure we send all the people to the show, of course, which is at the end of June, Bayfront Festival Park 
It's Florida, Twista, and Nappy Roots doing a show at Bayfront. Going to be a beautiful show, uh, of course, out at Bayfront. Hard to beat a show there. And in uh, winning tickets, you're also going to have a chance to win money tomorrow as well. So of all the people that have entered the name on our mobile app, who needs to call in this time around? Caitlin Clark. Come on down. Caitlin Clark. Call in 740-MIX-740-2649. Claim your tickets Call in, get your tickets to the show, and also be put in our drawing for the money tomorrow morning. Again, one more time, the name? Caitlin Clark. All right, call and claim your tickets here in Mixing Away. All right, so this weekend, Ian, is a big musical show. If you love 90s music, the I Love the 90s Tour coming back to Minnesota. And it's... Two nights. Two nights. Ten acts, and it looks amazing. So it's, uh, as I mentioned, is it Friday and Saturday? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. DJ Jazzy Jeff... Bone Thugs and Harmony, All for One, Black Street, and SWV is Friday night. That's like a killer lineup for, you know, one night. And then there's a second night. Saturday night tag team, Kid and Play, Rob Bass, Tone Moke, Vanilla Ice. Uh, I forgot to tell you, I just got an email. We are actually filling in for Kid and Play. Oh. So. I, I got to work on the dance move. I was say, we got to get our handshake down. <laughs> I don't know that either of us could pull the hair off. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, Nick. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening. That, that's a super funny visual, though. So anyway, we actually have a chance for you to win tickets to this. So if you would like to go this weekend, we, we have a couple names we're going to announce that are already going to be winning tickets. But there's still a chance to win more. We're going to announce more winners tomorrow. Uh, so you'll know in time for Friday and, and Saturday that you're going to the show. So if you want a chance to win, head to the Mixed mobile app or on our website and enter for a chance to win these tickets. Two nights, lots of fun. It's at uh, Grand Casino Hinkley just down the road a little ways, and it's going to be one heck of a time this weekend. So, again, you can enter to win these tickets, but we want to congratulate our first couple of winners. Um, so we have Brandy Jones and Mandy uh, Gilland. I think that's how you say the last name. They're our first two winners. You say Brandy and Mandy? Brandy and Mandy. Did you try to rhyme? I didn't. That's just how it came up. <laughs> so the way, that these, the way that these work is there's a, like a, a randomly select button out of right. all the people, and that's the two it pulled. So I love it. Brandy and Mandy are going to the show. Nice. Uh, enjoy this weekend, and we'll be picking more winners tomorrow morning. So if you have not entered to win yet, do so, and uh, you could be the, one of the names we pick tomorrow. Is we have a few more pairs to give away. So the, there's not one, but there's actually three more pairs we're giving away. So more chances to win for that show coming up this weekend. All right, coming up here in just a little while, Ian, you have some some uh, news you're going to be sharing with us. I sure I'm do. Intrigued to see more about what you have to say. Um, is there anything else to, to say about that right now? I don't I don't know. I'm not dying my hair. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> Glad we got that eliminated yep. from the list of things Listen, you're going to be sharing. I tried once. I tried jet black in sixth grade, and I you looked did? like a ghost. Oh yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. Do you have a picture? No. Nope. No. You do, though. No, I do not. But you do. I don't have a picture. That mm. is erased from any sort of yearbook or memory. Because I know your mom listens, Mama Ian. If she doesn't have, have one. If you have a photo of Ian with his dyed hair, nope. um, please forward it my way. I also tried to dye it blonde once, and it just turned strawberry blonde. <laughs> so, What's up with all the hair changes, man? Listen, I went through an M&M phase. Real slim shady. You did? And it's fine. It's fine. You did? Oh, man. But it was strawberry blonde, so it was okay. Were you doing the whole, like... I was just trying to stand up, thing okay? and everything? No, no, no. I was just trying to stand up. Okay. All right. That's an interesting visual. Thank you. Ian in his M&M phase. 
Well, so it's not that news, but we have where Ian's going to be sharing something with us soon. We're also going to get some music in from Nikki Yor. Uh, also, Dean Lewis on the way here. Mix it away. Good morning. So that wasn't intentional, but Ian, you have something you want to share with us. Nick, how do I say goodbye? Oh, yeah. Just going to going to rip it off like a bandaid. What's happening? Oh, let it out, Ian. Let it out. I'm not going to cry on a Wednesday. Will you remember me, Nick? Oh, every day. Every day. Every day. Oh. Tell us what's happening, Ian. I am leaving the morning show. I'm actually hanging up the headphones. I've been leaving doing this radio. for a long time. Yeah. So I started back in 2014 when I interned. Yep. And I basically uh, was the person that did whatever you told me to do. Our stuntman. I, I was stuntman. I was bear man. I was a character of all... <laughs> courses and uh Lot, lots of fun memories and i'm gonna make you wait to say what you're doing in a little for a little fine. bit yet but lots of lots of memories and we were just talking earlier this morning about you know some of the different things uh, recreating the uh the opening sequence to uh full house full house where you uh, made special appearances as as uh our captain intern redbeard. captain redbeard um you know I, uh, going to the bernie sanders rally when it was in duluth in a bear costume. Oh, that was great. Trying to coax a bear out of a tree. Speaking when, of bears. When Tony and me recreated that uh, Tommy Boy scene with the Taylor Swift song yep. in the mixed vehicle. Yep. And then you were in the back with the horse costume. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Lot, lots of memories. Uh, you sticking your feet in some concoction of like mouthwash to see if it. Well, because Jean saw on the internet that it cleaned your feet. Yeah. So, of course, she didn't want to do it. So she's like, Ian, be the guinea pig. Our like, All right. My personal favorite, though, and everyone look this up. Ian did a video or he did something that he made up called the cheesiest challenge and put an entire and careful if you want to do this at home, put an entire package of Kraft macaroni and cheese powder in his mouth. And I'm lactose intolerant. So that was a good time. I believe the words you used were it's like a cheesy desert. And that is the exact words I used. And... <laughs> To this day, Tony is still shocked that that did not go viral. I know. Maybe we should put it on TikTok. Make it viral. I was actually thinking about that. Um, <laughs> might happen. So look up the cheesiest challenge. Okay, Ian, uh, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I wanted okay. to relive some some memories quickly. So, okay. Absolutely. What, why are you leaving us, Ian? So I am actually uh, going back to Northwood Children's Services. I'm going to okay. be a supervisor for the scout team, which is uh, boys ages 6 to 11. Uh, a little bit about Northwood, if you didn't know, they provide brighter futures for children and families, operate a full continuum of quality mental health treatment programs developed by passionate, professional, highly trained staff. And the vision is to provide the right service at the right time with a focus on integrated and continuous care. And of course, if you ever want to donate any amount of money, you can always go to northwoodchildren.org um, and there's a little button that says give today. So you're doing something important. I am. Um, I am. I'm helping the lives of kids and families. So I, I, I look at it this way. It's, it's, it's very bittersweet because you're like a, you're like a kid brother to me, man. I know. And you've been that way for like 10 years. It's, it's, it's almost been 10 years actually. Yeah. Would have been 10 uh, next year. Yeah. So I know uh, there's still places we go together and people are like, you guys are brothers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Among other instances, so one of our salespeople here, Lacey, we were at her wedding because you were, I was doing video for it. You were there as well, DJ. DJing, and we're standing there visiting with each other. People like the beards, you guys are brothers, right? Because yep. of course, you know, having the beards, a, yeah, having a beard that yeah. means you're brothers. All, but, all brothers have beards, exactly. But no, I the lots of lots of great memories over the years, and and I mean, 
you even DJed my sister's wedding. So you're kind of a part of the family. I am a part of the family. And so, I, obviously, I mean, I, I, I know you're not leaving town, but uh, your, town. your presence here. here on the air is, is very much going to be missed. You know, it's been uh, a true pleasure working with you over the years, whether it was uh, you, you playing a part in, in uh, my first stint in the mornings and, of course, uh, having the opportunity to work directly with you now and, of course, elsewhere uh, over the years. It's, it's been a, a real enjoyment, <laughs> lots of laughs. Um, Indeed. probably more than we should have, yeah, but you know fine. what? That's okay. So I, I certainly wish you the best, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you. you're not, you're not disappearing on me cause I know your mom won't let that happen. No, no, no. <laughs> although, although we never, we never did that mystery bag. We didn't. So don't tell her, but I do, I do got to do a quick shout out. My mom wanted me to say, um, shout out to Tony Tiger, Alex Andrew, and of course my mom, Joey for rocking out the after-school program at Cooper Elementary and guiding today's youth. Aww. So wanted to make sure I got that in for because she's like, they're waiting. They're going to record it. Aww. So I said it. Well, I, again, I lots of things I could say, but I know that we got to get on to you. Got a, one more hour on the air here. Whew, before I sign off for the last time. Yep, hey, so. if, you, if you ever need a voice or any characters, man, you know, any dinosaur noises, I got you. I will be calling for di- dinosaur noises every day. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you, Ian. Really appreciate it. So appreciate I'll be you. back again tomorrow morning. Ian's going to stick around for another hour. Uh, what do you have cooked up for us, Ian? Well, you know, I'm going to kick off your work day. Kick your work day off right with 80 minutes nonstop commercial free hit music fueled by Quick Trip. My throwback jam of the day. It's, a little, it's another sad one. Not going to lie. Aww. And <laughs> another winner for Florida. All right. All that and more coming up here at Mixing 08.